G'day punters, welcome to a massive episode of Bet With Brilliance, the start of the Brisbane Winter Racing Carnival. A uh, bit of a giveaway there in the, the introduction, obviously, uh, but before we get into it, uh, welcome in Jared Fish, the Sydney analyst and writer for Brilliance. Fish, how are you going, mate? G'day, Jack. Going well, mate. Yeah. Uh, feels like ages since I was last talking to you. So looking forward to having another podcast tonight and um, trying to find a few more winners for followers. One week off and there was a bit of separation anxiety from you. I couldn't keep you out of my DMs. So it's all right, mate. I can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, that's it, mate. It was, it was a tough two weeks, I tell you. Felt like a month. So, yeah, it did certainly feel like a long time. Now, as I alluded to a, a minute ago there, Fish, uh, big thing for Brilliance that's come up during the week in the Bet With Brilliance podcast is uh, Southern Cross Bet is our ex- uh, exclusive uh, presenting sponsor and, and sponsor for Brilliance Racing and, and the Bet With Brilliance podcast. Um, so they've jumped on board uh, to help out our, our followers and, and fans and whatnot and um, get a bit of a, a partnership going there. So uh, Definitely recommend if you uh, haven't seen them before, punters, go and have a look because they've got great specials, great promotions every single day. Um, obviously, you've got to keep in mind to, to gamble responsibly with that. Uh, but get in touch with them. Go and have a look. Uh, Jack and, and Luke, uh, you do choose to open an account. You'll be hearing from the boys as soon as they possibly can. They're all absolute champions. Uh, there, so um, I've even spoken to Mark, who's the CEO, and, and he's a, a brilliant bloke as well. So uh, definitely go and have a look, punters, if you want to. Uh, let them know that you you heard heard about them through us and and Fish. I believe you've dealt with them as well. Yeah, mate. I've actually used um, Southern Prospect for a while now, and I was always been pretty happy with their website and um, you know their odds and the website's easy to use. And, uh, yeah, the other big thing for punters is they pay out pretty quickly. So that's always a big plus as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and something from Southern Cross that uh, I shouldn't forget to mention at all is, I mean, at the moment they've only got the website, but uh, they're going through the final stages of testing with the app to come through the app store. So they're just uh, working out the last few kinks, Jack said, and, and fixing up the app before they release it through the app store. Uh, as soon as that happens on their end, We'll certainly post and, and, and through our socials and let everyone know about it uh, because, as you said, I mean, the website's incredibly easy to use and uh, they're, they're an excellent, uh, excellent company. Um, really looking forward to them having the app as well, which will obviously, obviously make life a lot easier. But uh, we'll keep yeah, going, keep, keep going, punters, because... Uh, this week, got a massive uh, preview to get through. We're going to cover the four big ones at the Gold Coast to start. Uh, get through the Group 2, Group two sorry, Hollandale Stakes, the Group 3 Gold Coast Guineas and listed races in the uh, Ken Memorial Classic, uh, sorry, the Ken Russell Memorial Classic, I should say, uh, the listed Gold Coast Bracelet. Um, then we'll go to Gosford for the Coast, a new $500,000 race that's been introduced there and and we'll wrap it up with the Australian Derby and Morpeville. So looking forward to the tracks weather-wise. Uh, Fish, I know that it's been a bit rainy in Brisbane over the last couple of days, and especially today it has been quite wet. But uh, clear weather predicted for the weekend. So looking hopefully to get to the back to a, a soft five or into the good range there at the Gold Coast. What about uh, Gosford, mate? 
Yeah, mate, it's been pretty wet down here as well. I mean, obviously Gosford's a bit further north than where I am, but it's been bucking down here today and Hawkesbury's pretty close and that absolutely copped it uh, yesterday. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty wet up there, but hopefully they can get back into the soft range come Saturday. Uh, we'll just keep our fingers crossed for that, but we could be on a pretty testing track Saturday at Gosford as well. Yeah, and, and looking at Morpherville as well, looking for them to get a, a good track as well, Fish, because uh, pretty clear weather down in Adelaide. I don't think they know what rain is at this time of the year. So uh, if you like a horse that goes around on a good deck, then uh, definitely the time of year to be there. Looking at the, the tracks for the weekend, mate, a Gold Coast Rail is going to be in the true. I'm expecting it to play pretty fair. It's a really tight track at the Gold Coast there, and some horses just don't like it. Um, so... That one can make uh, make punting there a bit a bit tough and, and following the races there a little bit tough. What about uh, Gosford? What are you expecting there, mate? Yeah, Gosford's always a bit of a tricky one as well. Uh, the rail's in the true position at Gosford as well. But um, Gosford's a bit of a, a nice tight track as well and has a bit of a short straight. So generally you want to be on uh, horses in front around the corner and especially on wet days, it generally makes it very hard to make up ground from the back. So... That definitely comes into my strategy uh, for the weekend at Gosford. But, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully all the tracks play fair and uh, the best horses win. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well, we won't uh, we won't fluff around. We'll get straight into it. Uh, the first race we're going to cover is the, the Ken Memorial Classic uh, Race 5 at the Gold Coast. It is for the two-year-olds. Favourite at the moment is Ranch Hand, uh, around $3.50 there. Kalishnikov, $6.00. Cork Harbour, $8. Uh, Mr. Larabi, I think we'll pronounce that one, $9. Uh, then you're looking at double figures, the rest, the likes of Subterranean, Dovetail, Diva, Baby Wong, etc. Uh, I might kick it off, Fish, because this race had a lot of different angles to it. And I think I've found a, a really good one here to start. And it's sort of uh, it's a trend that continues through the, the pod. I think I've found some really good value for the punters, hopefully, on the weekend. Mate, I'm tipping on top here, Baby Wong. One first up, uh, I believe it was in Tamworth in really great time. I think it was around 56 seconds for the 1,000 metres. Uh, and if anyone has seen it at, at Mooney Valley, they do a 55-second challenge over the 955 metres at Mooney Valley there. So just to put it into a bit of perspective, uh, Baby Wong is fast, basically. Uh, <laughs> Rates better than almost every runner in the field over that sort of thousand metre, that thousand metre trip. I can remember talk leading into the Gold Coast Magic Millions that this two-year-old Cole was a real athlete, like just a, a weapon of a thing to look at, but might not have at the time been sort of at the peak of his his powers or, or at the, the, the top of his game. Uh, you'd think off that first up run, he's, he's certainly come on since the, the Magic Millions and and um, I'm thinking that from Barrier 7 on on Saturday that Matthew Palmer can be pretty versatile in what he does and uh, should get a good run in transit. And, and at each way odds, around the, the $16, $15 mark at the moment uh, could provide some good each way value for the punters. How did you see the first one, mate? Yeah, mate, uh, like you said, um, there's form, form lines coming from everywhere here and as you rattle through a few of the names, you realise that a lot of these horses were at that Magic Millions Carnival recently and, um, you know, they weren't too successful up there, but generally with a bit, bit more time under their 
on the hands. You know, they, they can probably um, bring out a big, big performance here. I've leaned towards the Sydney horses. Uh, Ranchan, I'm a big, big fan of Ranchan since his debut. He was, yeah, he was uh, very quick on debut, uh, winning over the 1,000 metres as well. And then he managed to sneak his way into the Magic Millions race uh, as an emergency and ran quite well there. And I just like the fact that James McDonald's jumped back on. Um, he rode him on his debut win and then he had a trial just recently, I think last oh, fortnight ago, and James McDonald rode and won there. So I think Ranchad's ready to go. And the other one's Cork Harbour, who's just proven to be very consistent. Um, Cork Harbour beat home Astrologer a fortnight ago over 1200 at Canterbury, and then Astrologer's won one at Canterbury on Wednesday this week. So the form's been frank there. So I'm, yeah, I'm going with the two Sydney Sydney boys, Ranchan and Cork Harbour. Yeah, look, I wouldn't talk you out of, especially Ranchan showed a lot of talent, uh, coming into that Magic Millions carnival. So definitely a deserved favorite. Uh, there's no doubting that at all. We'll move forward, mate, to race six. It's over 1,800 metres, the Gold Coast bracelet. This one's for the three-year-old Phillies. Favourite favorite at the moment is uh, Tycoon Evie, who was narrowly beaten by second favourite Easterfar last start. So $4.60 and $6 uh, for each of those, respectively. Grace Harmony is at $6.50. Signora uh, Nera at $9. Uh, and then it's double figures for the rest, the likes of Good Soys, uh, only words, force of will, nothing sweet about me, and so on. Uh, who did you find on top here, Fish? Well, I've actually gone with the um, the draw horse in the map horse in um, nothing sweet about me from the Waterhouse and Bot Stable. Drawn barrier one, and we'll just shoot out there and lead and, and follow the fence around. Um, the only concern I have is I was going to ring up Gay today and ask, ask if we can get Timmy Clark flown up there for the race <laughs> because uh, they've been absolutely killing it lately. But, um, yeah, no, I just think this is a massive jumping grade. But um, this Philly's shown a bit of potential recently and uh, Willie Pike goes on. I'm just interested in the fact that they're taking her up to Queensland. Um, she, I just think it's, there's a bit of a sense of timing about it and $17 odds, I'm willing to take that. I think the danger is Seduction Queen, who I um, tipped up last start at Campbell Grange about a fortnight ago. And I think maybe she just needed the run there. She was nailed right on the line, but she she looked like she was a class above there. And I think she's another one that's overs at $21 here. So, yeah, I found a bit of value in this race. How do you see it? Mate, you're not the only one. Geez, the punters will be loving us if we can jag a few early on Saturday because I've found a bit of value too. I'm going with King Gollan and Good Soys on top here. Uh, the combination of Golan and Maloney is a really successful one. The wet, a wet track or dry track is going to be no issue here. Hit the line really well last night, even though the form guide says uh, beaten five lengths or something like that. Uh, so that's no issue for her uh, because she will love the step out to, to 1,800 metres where she's one from one. and She's also one from one second up. Uh, Gate 14 looks to suit her race pattern and, a race pattern that I'm an absolute sucker for, even though I'll come on here and say that you've got to be in the first few pairs. She gets back and runs on, does it really well. Uh, some really good each-way odds there, around $12 at the moment. Uh, so could be jagging a bit of punters, uh, sorry, a bit of uh, value early for the punters, Fish, we reckon. Yeah, yeah, sounds good, mate. I think um, I think this might be one of the races where we, there is a bit of value that you can play because... I don't know much about this Tycoon Evie. Obviously, don't do Queensland form that often. But if you dive through her uh, her form, it's all on all on a good track. So 
you know, um, if there's a bit of rain up there on the weekend, she might not be able to handle it, handle the wet weather. And, um, yeah, she's, she's taking a massive chunk of the market. So we'll see how we go there. And these, that's a good point that you, uh, that you make. Um, and it ties into sort of the three-year-old fillies. And you saw it happen last weekend where Media Award won the, uh, the Australasian Oaks, I think it was, at 70s or something like that. It only had four or five starts. You could get really progressive types coming from really unassuming form lines to, to get the win. So um, if there's a 70-to-1 winner in here, I'd certainly like to know about it. I'm not sure that there is, but a uh, couple, uh, couple of good pushes for a couple of ones at each way odds from us, hopefully gets us going early fish. We'll move Yeah, mate, that'd be unreal to get the kitty going early. Yeah, especially for the pod big time. We'll move forward, mate, because uh, this one is for the three-year-olds, the Gold Coast Guineas over 1,200 metres. Favourite at the moment is Marbusha. Uh, narrowly defeated last start at Randwick, and I'm still a bit hurt by it. Uh, second line of betting is rocketing by. At $6.50. It's $7 the pair for Simply Flying Lord Olympus. $8.50 for Amish Boy. $9.50 a piece for Immortal Love and Kisikanu. Uh, and then it is double figures, 20s the rest, Garoppolo, uh, Fleet Dub, Miss Canada, and so on. Uh, who did you find on top here, Fish? Because I reckon I've found a bit of a sneaky one. Got a bit of sneaky. Yeah, I think um I think my bush is the one here. I just think that she's um, the class horse in the race. I feel like she's um, a class above most of the horses here. Obviously, she's got the wide draw, barrier 15, so Jimmy Byrne's going to have to be smart and try and save a bit of fuel in the tank. But if he can do that, I feel like my bush is just going to be too strong. Um, and I found, I think the danger's Amish boy. I uh, really like the way that he ran home against Wild Ruler uh, a few weeks ago in the Arrowfield Sprint, I think it was. That was a day that was... Um, Definitely advantageous to be on the inside. So the fact that he finished so strongly down the outside um, is a good sign that he's going well. And $8 odds for him is very good as well. But I'm playing my boosher for sure in this one. Well, I'm going on the second line of betting fish and I've got Rockney Bay on top. Um, he had massive wraps on him coming out of those wins at Nero and Randwick where he put up really big figures and uh, not only won, but was impressive on the clock. Uh, was many people's best bet, I believe, including mine from memory in the English dash at Flemington on Australian Guineas Day before he was scratched at the gates. Uh, then went on for a $50 pop or something like that to win the race. And I think the bopper was second there. I, I think that the rocking buyer, had he gotten a run in that race, definitely would have won. Uh, if he gets back to that type of form, uh, that had him winning at, at now and ran with that time that he was running. I think he'll be incredibly hard to beat in this race. I think the, the, the market is factoring in heavily, just the fact that he didn't win last start and then maybe that he was played up at the gates and, and scratched at Flemington. Um, could also be the trip up to, to Queensland. I'm really not entirely sure uh, where the price is coming from, uh, but I think he's a lot longer in the market than he should be. And there's already been a little bit of a move for him, I think. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, because um, maybe that first start, Ryan, I was, I was trackside that day and he paraded as if he, you know, had a bit of fitness to come. So, obviously, I'm not sure what it was. I can't remember exactly, but I think he had a um, slight issue there after one of his runs and he had a bit of a break. So, that was his first start, Ryan, and 
yeah, you might be right about that. Six dollar odds is good, and he does handle this thing out of the ground. So if it's back into the soft range, which it will be, um, yeah. And James McDonald's another tick. So yeah, I wouldn't um, talk anyone away from backing Rocketing by for sure. Yeah, Mike could be a really good guide there. Come closer to Saturday and, and Saturday morning as well, when the the big players tend to get in and move the markets. If you see the money come for it, um, could be suggesting that they're expecting big improvement off of that first up run. We'll move on to the feature of the day, Fish, because this is actually a stacked race for a race of the Gold Coast. Race eight's over 1,800 metres. It's the Group 2 Hollandale Stakes. Uh, Favourite at the moment is Avilius at $5.50. God help us. Uh, Zaki's on the second line at $7. Melody Bell, the Kiwi Galloper, $8.50. 50 stars at $9. And then it's double figures, the rest. Shand Ambition, Paradis, Homesman. Uh, Toffee Tongue there, Van Gogh, Humidor, Natoya, uh, who won the Queen of the Turf. The Pizza Eaters there, so a lot of a lot of horses in this race, big names, and and um, easily the biggest of all is is the Queensland Cult Hero, the Candyman, uh, who needs a scratching to get an entry. He's is he the first emergency there? Uh, second behind Brandenburg, but uh, uh, a stacked field nonetheless. How did you see this one, Fish? Yeah, like you said, this is a great race. Um, I'm finding it hard to take the $5.50 because I do think it's a little bit short in a very open race, but I've landed on Avelius on top, which is no surprise as well. As well. But uh, I'm a big fan of Nash Rilla and the Nashi and Avelius combination. I think they get along really well. Um, and I, I sort of at first thought the 1800 might be a bridge too far. But looking, looking more into the form, I think at this stage of his career, I think he's actually looking for further ground. So... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the five dollars fifty on Avilius and hope that he goes well at eighteen hundred and any um any soft track helps him. The other one to keep an eye on is Zaki, who um everyone's seen uh, his first start run in the in Australia in the Doncaster. He had the quickest last two hundred of the day that day, and then he's backed that up with a second placing to pass of glory, second start at two thousand meters. So I just think the booking of James McDonald by Nisham is a big big pointer as well. So any improvement there, back to 1,800 suits as well, I think you'd be a bit sharper. I think those two are the ones, but um, such a great race. So I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are. I've gone with parody on top in this one, mate, uh, by Danny O'Brien with Craig Williams on board. She absolutely loves this track and trip. Is uh, I'm just trying to bring the information up here. Sorry, partners. The laptop's frozen on me, which is great for the flow of it. Um First up has one start for, uh, sorry, one win from three starts. Uh, loves the track and trip. Uh, and Craig Williams obviously staying on board. The biggest pointer in this race, it doesn't look to be a lot of speed on paper. And even though she's drawn wide, I think she'll get a really good run in transit. I think she's another really good bet each way in the Hollandale on Saturday. Um, and I'm just trying to bring up this information that I'm looking for here. And I can't find it. Sorry, punters. I've been stitched up a little bit there. I'm sorry. But the the track and trip record is very good. Um, So another one. Two starts, two. Yeah, two starts, two wins. There you go. Two starts, two wins. And I think it's two from two at the Gold Coast as well, from memory. Two from two at the track and distance and then three wins from three at this distance. So, yeah. Yeah. Very good stats. So, yeah, I think she's another really good uh, each-way play there. I think the market missed her 
massively last time last prep where she got a couple of wins and I think they missed her again. And uh, like I said, with the probably the biggest factor in this race was that there wasn't, there's not a lot of speed on paper early. Uh, I mean, Heinzman led and won the, uh, the Australian Cup, I believe it was, but uh, it was run at like an absolute barrier trial. So uh, parody sort of, and Craig Williams definitely won't let that happen. He'll, he'll make sure the pace is put into the race and, and I think she could really be good, too good for them, but at least each way all day there. Yeah, I think there's that many winning chances in this race that um, the big thing might be just that last five to ten minutes when they've been around the mounting yard and, like you you mentioned before, the big punters get on. If there's a push for one of them, I think you just jump on and follow the follow the lead, um, especially when you've got a horse like Melody Bell there who last start raced on a good track, had a lot a trial in between. If there is a bit of give in the track, Melody Bell comes right into play as well. So, yeah, there's a number of horses here you can tip on top. Important to note, probably for the punters, I believe that this campaign in Queensland is actually going to be Melody Bell's last. So um, it could go, it, it seems like it could go one or two ways that that she could be really good and and absolutely ready to go and, uh, and, and go unbeaten in, in Brisbane because she's probably in that, in that race, just on paper, she's the best horse in the race. Uh, but is she the best suited to to win the race, and is she up to that type of form to win it? Who knows? Uh, but it's a very good point that you make. The the late money, as long as it's not for Avilius, because he's had too much of mine uh, in the last few months. I'm not giving him any more. Uh, but what we'll do, mate, we'll head to Gosford now uh, because it's a new race that's been introduced by Racing New South Wales, I believe. Five hundred thousand dollar the coast. Now, this is race eight at Gosford Punters, over 1,600 metres. Favourite at the moment is All Saints Eve. Uh, it's $6 there. Wheelhouse at $6.50. Nimalee uh, and Nudge share the third line of betting at $7, previously tipped by the fish himself, Nimalee. Um, Arapa- I don't know how to pronounce that. Horse number four is at $8, Punters, so I'm not even going to try uh, Brandenburg has entered to run there, so Jewel accepted uh, $10. All Hallows Eve at 15 and it sort of double figures the rest. How did you see this one, Fish? We're back into your territory, Biddy. Yeah, that's it. And I'm actually I'm going to head up to Gosford on Saturday. So that's one uh, race course I've never ticked off. So I thought, oh, you know, you got a free Saturday. I'll head up and have a good look at the yard. But um, I've landed on Wheelhouse, actually. It was hard not to go with Nimalee, but I'm also a massive fan of uh, Wheelhouse. I thought his run in the Doncaster when he snuck in as an emergency was quite good. He was fair wide the trip. Um, and then, you know, he died late, but, yeah, he had to, did a lot of work in the run. Um, and then the Roseville Guineas run was quite impressive too before that, at 2,000 metres. So I just think this is a, this is definitely an uh, easier race than both of them. So Tommy Berry on and in long. But 53 and a half, that's very low for a horse that's raced in those two races. The other one that I think's over the odds, All Hallows Eve. Um, I tipped her up on her debut off the back of a couple of trials and then been following her through all the way. She just loves the wet ground. So we're going to get a heavy track up there on Saturday and 52 kilos, Andrew Atkins. I think $15 is nice. And then the obvious is Nimalee. But, yeah, it's a great race. I'm looking forward to it. Um, how did you see it? I actually saw it the same as you, mate. I've gone with All Hallows Eve on top. I thought she uh, won really well last start. She maps to go back and, and run on. She's got the, to- the, the turn of foot to, to do that successfully. 
uh, drops in weight off a win, which you don't see very often, especially going from 54 to 52. Um, I think she's been set for this race. She did win that race last start, which I think the race was valued around 300,000 or something like that. It was 80,000 to the winner. This is 300,000 to the winner. I think she's been absolutely set for this. Um, and again, each way, each way odds punters get into it because I think she's been set for this big time. I, uh, yeah, I, I agree. She's a very, um, very smart. Yeah, I couldn't steer you Sorry, into it. No, I, I was just going to say, I couldn't steer you into a great deal else because the likes of Wheelhouse, Nimali, Nudge, uh, Brandenburg, they don't know what they're doing with him. Um, they all look to be sort of a bit chewed up. They sort of went through the Sydney Carnival. Um, so I couldn't steer into anyone else into, into anything personally. Uh, other than than All Hallows Eve there. But what we'll do, punters, we'll move on to the last one that we're covering on the day as soon as my laptop cooperates with me again because it's been doing that really well this evening. We're heading to Morfordville for the Australian Derby. <clears throat> it is race seven on the card, over 2,500 metres. Uh, Favourite at the moment is Explosive Jack. Uh, $3.30. Second line of betting is Laquero, $5.50. It's $6.50 for personal uh, after she jumped out of the ground to run second last start there. Uh, deep strike at $8. Uh, and then it's double figures the rest for Royal Mile. Let's crack a deal. Noble Heights, Solar Apex, and so on. I've seen a few horses in this field, fish that I've tipped before and that have gotten up and gone down on and and uh, it's been a bit of a, a roller coaster when I look at this field personally. How did you see it? Who have you got on top, mate? Yeah, super tough race to uh, analyse, but I landed on probably the obvious one in personal. Um, she's had the, a seven-day backup before where she won the VRC Oaks. That was her only seven-day backup over a career, and she won. So I think everyone would have seen how she ran home on Saturday in the South Australian Oaks, um, which was fantastic. So she's only had one run at the 2,501. So I'm hoping that the seven-day backup works again. Uh, Oliver's taking the ride, which is a good sign. And then I think I think the one that's well over the odds is Solar Apex, number 11, for Michael Walker and Chris Waller. Um, he's just proven to be an up-and-coming horse. It seems to be getting better as the trip gets further. So obviously 1,900 out to 2,500 is a big jump, but this is Chris Waller we're talking about. So... I certainly think it's well within his reach, and I think that's a very good each-way play at 31 and 7. There's a number of horses we could have tipped on top, but, yeah, I like those two. What about yourself, mate? There's a lot of tip, a lot of horses you can tip, but they're all going to be wrong, mate. Um, get on the train. I'm going to Morrilltown. Number three, Laquero, is going to win this race. Has been set for it the entire prep. I knew that was coming. Last start in the Galilee. You, you, I bet you've been looking at me for the – the, the duration of this podcast going, he's itching to pull the trigger. He hasn't declared something in two weeks. When's it happening? <laughs> yeah. but, I knew um, this was coming, mate. I definitely did as soon as I saw the name. Uh, tipped him before, has won incredibly impressively, uh, gets out in front, rolls along at a really good pace, makes everything a true staying test. Uh, last time the Galilee final at Caulfield was two seconds quicker than Explosive Jack in the ATC Derby. They were both on rain-affected tracks uh, or, 
or uh, water-affected tracks. And that ATC was a sit and spring. Um, so I think Liquero has well outclassed that field when you look at it on paper and compare the two races. He'll go forward from gate six. Like I said, he'll set up a strong tempo and I think he should be incredibly hard to beat. I reckon $5.50 is dead set overs and I reckon he should start with at least a three next to his name, maybe a two. I'll be surprised if he doesn't. And I'll be backing the truck up if that's not the case. Yeah, there's certainly a big certainly a big rap on him and he's um, had a few big wins over his career. So, yeah, we'll see how he, um, see how he matches it up in this, this grade, but... Yeah, I wouldn't um, wouldn't have a go here for back in the Quero for sure. Definitely um, looks well up to it. And it ties into the point that we were making earlier about lightly raced horses coming into these, targeting these big races. Uh, like I said, Meteor Award did it with the Australasian Oaks. That, that is exactly what's happening here with Liquero. He's had, what, he's had five starts for four wins and his last two have been that impressive. It's just not funny. So uh, he's clear on top of for me. Uh, like I said, I reckon he's just a dead set moral. I don't think anything can beat him. But what we'll do, Fish, we'll move on. Yeah, we'll wrap it up for the pod. Who have you got as your best bet for the weekend, mate? And a bit of a next best in, in danger. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, I think uh, my best bet for the weekend is going to be Mar Boucher in that Gold Coast Guineas race at uh, race seven, I believe it is. So Mar Boucher, I think, um, $5 odds. The other one I wanted punters to get aware of is Ranchan's also nominated for race one at Gosford. So if Ranchan doesn't go up to um, Gold Coast on Saturday, uh, I think I'd advise you to take the $4.50 on offer for race one, Gosford, because I think he's just going to be too good for that that grade. So, yeah, they're the two I like. And then you know, I'm pretty keen to have a little throw on wheelhouse in the, in the coast race as well, but we'll see how it pans out. What about yourself? Well, I think we all know who I'm going to say is my best. It's in the derby. It's Liquero. I'm going to aim high and and uh, and hopefully not miss high. I'm just going to aim high and, and score. So Liquero is my best of the weekend in the derby. Next best, I think, is uh, race seven there at the Gold Coast, rocketing by. Uh, really looking forward to seeing how he runs second up. Uh, best value is a tough one because I've found a little bit of it. I reckon I'll go with All Hallows Eve in the coast at Gosford. Um, like I said, I reckon she's just absolutely set for that race. Um, but I'll also throw in parody with a, a, a race that doesn't have a great deal of paper on, uh, sorry, speed on paper, I should say. Um, I think parody is really well set for all the Hollandale stakes at the Gold Coast there. But uh, we'll do something new, Fish, this week, and it's in partnership with the boys at Southern Cross Bet. Uh, we're starting our own little uh, Let It Ride uh, program for the, the, the Queensland Racing Carnival, the Brisbane Racing Carnival. Uh, and what we're going to do, mate, they have been generous enough to give us uh, $100 for the weekend. Uh, we're going to do a bit of a let it ride like they do on racing.com. And, and hopefully what's going to happen at the end of the eight weeks, mate, we're going to have a bit of money to donate to the National Jockey Trust. Uh, so a really cool uh, thing that we're looking to do there. Hopefully if we can back a few winners. So I'm going to kick it off, mate. I'm going to grab the ball by the horns. Uh, and I'm going to have that 100 on Liquero to place in the, the derby. That's where I'm going to start on the weekend. Uh, so hopefully we can we can get around it. Uh, get the get the let it ride off to a great start on on Saturday, 
Leclero to place in, in the derby for me. Yeah, mate, sounds good. Fingers crossed that Leclero gets the job done and um, we can keep building, building the kitty for that um, jockey trust that we were talking about. It's such a great initiative. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing how we go on the weekend and rolling that forward and winning some money. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be lovely to kick something over to them because it's been uh, something that I've noticed, especially this year, just seeing a lot of falls and injuries to, to jockeys and we certainly don't want to see it. Uh, we don't have racing without jockeys, obviously. So um, whatever we can do for them, we'll get in there and do our best and, and hopefully be able to help them out a bit there. Uh, before we wrap it up, Fish, obviously in that partnership with uh, Southern Cross, we want to just remind everyone to to gamble responsibly. If you need any help, go and get it. There's the Gamblers uh, Helpline and uh, the 1-800 there. Um, stay in control and, and gamble responsibly, partners. It's all about having fun. So, uh, And if you're having any issues, even re- reach out to us. We'll uh, happy to have a chat with you and, and help you out if you're having any issues. Um, I know I've had some uh, through the the COVID-19 lockdown um, had some, some major issues there and have worked through them. I'm still trying to work through them. Uh, so if you need any help, definitely go and get it. Uh, in light of that, uh, I hope everyone has a great weekend and you have a great weekend, Fish. I know you found a couple today at, uh, at Canterbury there and, and I found a couple all over the place between the Bull and and, uh, and Eagle Farm. Uh, wishing everyone luck on, on a great weekend of racing and, and hopefully you can find a few winners out there. Yeah, mate, exactly what you just said. Same same for me. My DM's always open for uh, anyone who wants to have a chat about anything, whether it's gambling or everyday life, anything like that. So we're always here to help each other out. And, um, yeah, hope everyone has a great weekend and hopefully I can find a few winners at Gosford and you can do the same for punters up in Queensland. So a bit of Triple J uh, racing mounting yard mail on Saturday, mate? Yeah, there will be uh, selections from the yard there five minutes before every race. Uh, looking forward to doing that, and um, hopefully we can cross it over to Brilliance Racing page as well. But yeah, if people are interested in my my uh, mounting yard thoughts, uh, just head on over to JJJ Racing at Instagram, and I'm on Facebook now as well. So yeah, appreciate the support with that page as well, guys. Outstanding. We'll get onto that Triple J Racing. We'll have our previews out for the weekend on the Saturday morning as well, fish. So get on to Brilliance Racing through. Uh, Facebook and Instagram and and like I said partners if you haven't already go and have a look at Southern Cross a great bunch of blokes there and and a great service so go and have a yarn to them but bet up and fill up and hope you have a great weekend cheers mate you too have a good one guys